0: Ladies and gentlemen, I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's in this league. Oh, My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. Come again? With Scott Bodman and Chris Wells. Can't wait. What does that do? Did that blow your mind? That just happened.
4: Welcome in, friends, to In This League. It is ITL on Sports Grid, the mighty 1090 online on sports grid on all the places i am chris welsh aka the welsh that is scott bogman over there you can find him on twitter at bogman sports welcome into the three hour radio edition there is so much to talk about none of it positive none (laughs) of it's good everything is miserable and uh depressing and melancholy uh, your hair
5: your hair right now it makes me so happy uh, it, it's late. We're recording this late at night. Welsh has got some stuff to do when we normally record this. So normally we're like midday. We're at night. Now you have the, I don't give an F hair and it is cracking me up. I love it.
4: Yeah, it is stuff. pretty magical. It, it's actually very ironic because you mm-hmm. have cut your hair, your God knows no, I'm, I'm out, out of here pounds. You, you are bald as hell. We literally connected. And when I looked at you, I was like, I mean, I told you, I was like, <laughs> did I just get in a chat roulette? Like I didn't know who I was talking to. <laughs> you look completely different. And my hair is, is I mean, what would you say that is? That's like two or I, three inches I high. Think, or something yeah. Like that?
5: I mean, where I come from, that's five inches, but <laughs> yeah, the, uh,
4: average, male average,
5: <laughs> but uh, you should definitely take a selfie right now because I, I love this Jimmy neutron. It's like, uh jimmy neutron grew up look that that's uh that that's what it is i love it it's my Did, favorite look that you have
4: didn't we find out that jimmy didn't New, jimmy neutron have a rule 34 attached to it oh, uh, well
5: uh, we didn't but and i'm not going okay. to look it up but i'm sure it does so you want to know what rule 34 is most things do
4: yeah if you want to know about rule 34 you can obviously google or if you'd like to go more in depth you can sign up on our patreon and listen to our most recent secret show where because bobby and i are for you yeah we're not just sports, you know we're also <laughs> digging into the deep issues, like what is rule thirty four and we have secret shows we have almost a hundred backlog secret shows, some which I would say i mean not to boast but are probably some of the best podcast radio that you can get <laughs> there's at least at least ten of them that are well worth an entire year's subscription. I, I mean, promise you that
5: breaking down and laughing so hard. He's crying from Patheticon yeah. is my favorite. It's the
4: number one thing we probably the ever uh, one or two that we've ever done. <laughs> uh, when we come back, we got so much to talk about in the episode. There's baseball retirements. There's baseball craziness. There's football and NBA season is over. It is melancholy. It is depressing because uh, we are here in Phoenix and we've got to talk about that. Plus there's already looking at the 2021 odds. So don't go anywhere. In this league, we'll be right back with all the stuff and all the things.
3: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
0: Welcome
4: In This League. I love you. Ready to party! In This League is on Patreon at patreon.com slash army. That is where you guys can go right now and sign up. And there is just like so much that you could dig into. Whether it is ranks in football, everything you could want in football, it's there. From Bogman. Mine will be up soon. Baseball Dynasty Prospects, boom. You got that as well. Plus, we've got those comedy secret shows we've mentioned. We do live streams all over. We've done a couple this uh, month just alone, a, a breaking autograph card one. We had the Home Run Derby. Plus, we've got our Group Me rooms, which are probably the biggest one I would uh, promote to all of you guys because there's so much into it. You get direct ac- direct access to us. And there's a great community of guys where you can bounce ideas off of. You can set up leagues. And we've had some people... I've had people get in my earbogs and say, like, you need to promote the Group Me Rooms more because this <laughs> is the community that changed my love of fantasy sports. And I hope people would consider going and checking it out. Patreon.com slash IT Go and sign up today. Support your boys. Do some stuff. Do some things and have uh, so much fun. It's a, you know, it's a way to, I think, improve your fantasy experience. Where, you know, if you go on Twitter, it's a really great way to uh, make you hate everything <laughs> everything and yeah, twitter
5: life. can be uh as if no one listening to this knew this but twitter can be uh quite a cesspool uh
4: really so yeah really i was not aware it's um, not the
5: most fun All, although i tell you what we've had a couple emails uh recently where i've been like what are, what are you thinking sending this to me oh, you really? oh one really I told you not you told, told them about. about me well one i told i i told you about the other one uh just uh, pretty much killed us both i mean i i think it's just it's it's that you know oh someone was destroying both of us not destroying but they were like i think it's it's one of those you think you're being funny because you know us but we don't know you <laughs> you know oh. just uh you know so uh, you, hey. you,
4: that was one you conveniently decided not to tell me about you oh yeah I,
5: I mean i usually don't tell you about any of them but yeah the
4: uh um, oh, do we get them we get them more no, often than no, I no
5: no we don't uh but but if we do i'm like yeah I'm not gonna bother him with that so yeah but but one of them i told you about remember it was the uh apparently i do talk about porn too much so uh yeah. I was like all right if i'm getting this email noted i won't talk about it nearly as much so
4: yeah uh, you're like if the email is coming in it's quite right the same. Yeah, yeah it's a it's definitely uh it's definitely a thing as a public entity of any capacity, whether you're popular or not. Uh, people think they know you and they do the stuff and they do the things, but uh, hey, listen, it's a safe zone in our Patreon and it uh, kind of always has been. So come and check it out if you want to get involved and do all the stuff and the things and not send us SE emails about <laughs> nonsensical stuff or, um, you know, say horrible things, say mean things. I just the mean things thing, I don't understand though. You know, I say I don't understand, I haven't wanted to say mean things. More recently than I did Tuesday night. Um, As a lifelong Phoenix Suns, you know when you think of the (laughs) Phoenix Suns, you think of the Welsh. You always have. Yeah, he definitely
5: did not punch out at any point. No, been along for the ride. I mean, the last game you went to definitely wasn't the one where I bought us tickets to the Rockets game, was it? No, 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 it wasn't. No, you've been many ago. games since then, so
4: yeah, lots and lots of games. But um, what was that
5: playoff atmosphere in Phoenix here?
4: Because I'm
5: sure you were there,
4: right? I mean, it was a little dicey, COVID and stuff, folks. But you know, mm-hmm. it was pretty good. You could tell from my, t- my phone that I watch, but, <laughs> um, you know, I've been here since 1995, uh, 94 maybe. And I've been here a long time and the Phoenix Suns have always ruled Phoenix and it was a big moment going into game six, but you could feel the weight of it all. And, you know, the Phoenix Suns, obviously it's, it's, Hey, it's not breaking news. The Phoenix Suns could not, um, uh, could not close out anything. You know, they, they had a two, a lead, Uh, they lost four straight, you know, they just stopped winning games after the first two and they, they took down six and what was brutal about it, you know, depending how much everybody really tuned in. I mean, I thought, you know, the series played was phenomenal. There was great action to it, but game six was, was kind of everything that the series really was about. And it was inefficiency. It was quarter by quarter, just completely checked out teams and Devin Booker, it was rough, man, because I love Devin Booker. How can you not? Devin Booker played the worst game of his career, uh, top to bottom. And and you and I talked about this on the phone, and it was funny because you're like, I don't know if it was the worst. And then you looked at the stat line, and you're like, oh, yeah. because. And I said, I watch every second of it. It was Devin Booker missing shots, turning the ball over, crying about fouls, making poor decisions on his shots and his turnovers. Everything about his game was awful. And he was the one catalyst you needed because guess what also happened? Every other Suns player was trash. Uh, I want to go back and had the worst.
5: I want to go back to a week ago where I think we were recording this show and I said uh it was that that second game in a row that the Suns lost, uh, and Booker uh, walked real fast back to the locker room. And I was and I oh, said yeah. to you, I think Booker's getting a little diva a little bit. And you said, ah, I don't know, just frustrated, bad loss, because that was a game You're he right. played really well in, and Paul sucked. Uh, so uh, he kind of acted like a crybaby when he left. Um, and look, he hasn't been a crybaby. I know they asked him about, well, are you going to have a problem playing with the D- dumbest question, just a moron, whoever asked this. Are you going to have a problem playing with Middleton in the Olympics? Like, yeah, because we got into a bunch of fist fights in the finals. Give me a break. You know, yeah. uh, like, are you jealous of Middleton? Sure. Are yeah, you gonna, I think he, are you I think someone with him? No, absolutely. Someone
4: also asked him a question of like, you know, like, do you feel the weight of Chris Paul needing to win a championship? And Chris and Paul just
5: goes, "Next question." This is so, the dumbest so, question, so idiotic sweet.
4: question. It's just from a Suns fan perspective, it was brutal, and you're not wrong. Like Devin Booker checked out in a bad way, and I th- hopefully it's a lesson to a lesson learned. And we shouldn't make this about the Suns and everything that they lacked because what it was was a testament to Milwaukee, but it was a testament to Giannis. I mean, Giannis is a He's a goddamn uh, God. He's a cherry yeah, he, he, man.
5: He's amazing.
4: He's a player that you got to, you're going to look back on and you're lucky to have been able to see, you know, like, is he going to be the same catalyst of like, um, I don't know, like a, a Steph Curry or something like that. Maybe not, but what he does and what he is to the game, he's maybe the most likable and lovable. And, and a perfect example of this is, um, after he wins the championship, I don't know if you, if, you, if you saw this. This is the most you thing ever. I should actually pull it up and play the. You know, I'm going to pull it up and play the audio. Uh, Giannis, the next day, after winning the NBA finals and making, uh, making it as the MVP, goes to Chick-fil-A. Did you see it, Boggs?
5: I did. I, I didn't hear it, but I did. I saw all the stuff about him going to Chick-fil-A.
4: And- he goes in order. And uh, I got to um, I got to acknowledge the, the Chick-fil-A person, too. It's pretty incredible that you could be in Milwaukee. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to just
5: ask. Did they say my pleasure at any point? I bet they did.
4: Uh, yeah, Oh, you know, I don't know. But, you know, he asked he asked the girl. Um, I'm trying. OK, here it is. I finally found it. Hmm. I uh, He asked the girl, like, if he could put her on uh, video, and she was just like, sure. And then, well, you're going to hear it yourself here, so let me pull it up here. I've got it. This is after the game. Thank Giannis God they do it on a Saturday, right? Goes to Chick-fil-A. Yeah, it's not yeah, 100%. Because the
5: next day, he's going to on a Sunday.
4: ain't going to work. Right, now that's not it. Here we go. Hey, Can I have the 50-piece? Whoops. Get up have a me go. Are you going
2: to say your order?
1: Morning, you? Can I have the 50 piece? Sorry, I'll put you... Uh, can I put your camera Do you mind or no? Sure. Just... Uh, there's 150,000 people watching you right now.
2: Really? Yes. Okay.
1: So can okay. I... Can I have, please... She a has no idea who piece Mac Minis. 50, exactly. Okay. Not 51. then 49. Chicken Minis, yes. 50. And um, let me have a large drink. No ice. Half Sprite, half lemonade
4: thank you <laughs> first off by the way that girl is the damn treasure she's smiling she she's the most likable she's so her her That's why acknowledgement the best
5: man it's like a cult i swear to god her acknowledgement
4: he's like yeah 150000 online he's like she's like really and she just keeps smiling and he's going through the order by the way my pleasure 50 i don't know what chicken minis are 50 chicken minis with a half lemonade half sprite if Chick fil A doesn't have that locked in by Monday as a new the order, the MVP order, the MVP, you are ridiculous. Giannis, by the way, is get at
5: Bogman Sports, Chick fil A. I can come do your marketing.
4: You know, I got to tell you, I think the NBA sometimes struggles more than the other sports of having likable players. If you really think about it, like sometimes, I, yeah. Well, I know, but you know let's talk about this on the other side let's talk about this on the other side because i want to talk about the likability factor which really plays into this plus i want to talk and give some love to the bucks and you already have 2021-22 future that's and the bucks are not the favorite so don't go anywhere in this league we'll right back
0: is this it's in this league what how can we be expected to teach scott bogman and chris welsh to learn how to read if they can't even fit inside the building in this league has to be at least three times bigger than this welcome back
4: friendos in this league right here on sports grid in this league is lots of places it's not just sports grid but Of course, it's a three hour show here, which is uniquely different than the other stuff we do, except that it is uh, always Bogman and I. But there are all the podcasts that you can catch on any podcast app. I imagine, for the most part, you're probably listening to this show on the podcast version of Sports Grid. We are on the Mightier 1090 in San Diego and on Sports Grid, but we got a bunch of other shows the In the League Fantasy Baseball podcast and football podcast, two episodes a week. We had the great Joe Pizapia on for football. We were talking about second half projections, which was a super fun baseball episode. And we got tons more prospect one. We've got the college show. We have got IDP just search in this league, ITL, whatever it is and wherever you listen to podcasts and you can get all the shows. And if you subscribe, you'll get little dings and notification when they come out we'd appreciate you doing it. So Giannis uh, he's the MVP of life for his 50 you know, fifty nugget order, which he did for scoring fifty mm-hmm. points in yes. the the last final mm-hmm. game, and uh, it was a phenomenal performance. Ridiculous! He was a unanimous, unanimous MVP voter. Can he I tell, tell fifth, you, fifth th- international player to win the MVP award? By the way, Dirk, Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, and I'm forgetting the last one. Uh, but yeah, go Hakeem. Ahead. Hakim. Hakim, uh, that's it. Hakim was the other yeah. one. Yeah, of course. Come on, how
5: do you not remember my guy?
4: Yeah, so sorry. Uh, it's been a while.
5: But yeah, I mean, you know, what's funny is I was looking because you said it's been how many how many years have you been here? Twenty six, twenty seven in Phoenix. Yeah, because I looked because I can see the exact day I moved to Arizona because it was a day after game seven of the ninety four finals with the Rockets and Knicks. Uh, It was the day after. So it was June 22nd was uh, when I moved here. So. I just
4: remember the like hmm. the Clinton election when I was in California and then we like moved here. So it was right. like right around you know ninety something when Clinton was yeah. Elected. <laughs> yeah. That's the only marker I have. Right? <laughs> and my brain works very differently than yours. So I need what something was- big and catastrophic. <laughs>
5: yeah you're like i don't remember what shirt i wore on march 13th 1992 so no uh i mean right. i don't have that good a memory thank god but uh i don't think i'd want to remember everything but uh the the moment the moment for me that made this series was the the ga block
4: yeah in that i think that i think that's I think first that's or a second pretty unanimous win. feeling
5: yeah that was like at that point i was like well i think milwaukee is going to win this series and they didn't you know i lost the first two and then four straight and all the milwaukee people were happy bucks in six that that crowd i actually text our boy sorio uh because he's uh lives in milwaukee big milwaukee fan and i was like are you in the middle of all of this and he was like no effing way Sixty five
4: thousand people on the outside of the stadium seventeen thousand on the inside it was I mean, you can't a- do
5: that in, in uh you can't do that i don't in- do
4: that in Phoenix
5: in July, because people would be dropping dead, literally, and it was it was cool this week too, and you would still have people dropping dead, even though it was only like 106 or whatever was the high here. So uh, you can't pack 65,000 people. Uh, first of all, there's no space for them around where the Suns Arena is, uh, unless you're going to shut off major parts of of downtown. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I I that was. Something I would never want to do. But you know uh, what's
4: so unique about it, Boggs? What I was saying before is like, I believe, I think, and maybe maybe I'm wrong about this, but I think something, the NBA has a lot of great things. I think it it is the best in the meme culture. It is the, probably the best social media active uh, sport, which I think is really good. Uh, Adam Silver is the best commissioner in sports. He's innovative to a lot of stuff, but... For, for being the one sport that has the least amount of players and is the most talent-centric, I feel like it lacks the most likability. Uh, I don't think a lot of the top players... Kawhi is not likable. LeBron is really not likable. Paul George is not likable. Anthony Davis is roughly... Unlike- There's not a, a lot of likable players at the top, even in the past. Likable from their talent, sure, but friendly, fun players in, in major league baseball, you got, you know, Vladdy and Tatis and they're having fun and they're bat flipping and they're having fun interviews and they're doing all this stuff. And in football, GA is smiley, right? GA is the most likable basketball player by a thousand million miles. He has fun. (laughs) He's a child at heart. The day after he wins a championship, he goes to Chick-fil-A and this chick didn't even know who he was, by the way, which is the best yeah. part about it. He's the most like he's the best thing in the NBA and he's not a great shooter. He's a horrible free throw shooter, and, even though he did it, but he's the best. Well, he was most great in game six, 17 yeah. of 19. He was amazing and he stepped up, but he can't shoot a three. He's not a mid range shooter type of guy. He's just more imagine inside. if he
5: adds that. Like I know. There's still time for him to add to his game.
4: Think of Jordan. So, Think of Jordan in the early years, and Jordan has to readjust. That
5: picture of him, of when he came in the NBA. Oh, yeah. And him right now. He Added grew three like
4: inches and like three 50, to four inches, in at least pounds 70 pounds. Yeah, like, at least. But he what is I,
5: enormous
4: now. It, I think it is great. As much I'm a Suns fan, I wanted it for Phoenix. Believe me, it was gloomy and doomy here. Yeah, uh, the man. day after, I I, I worked in a, I work in an office, which actually I work in an office that is next to the hotel that all the uh, visiting players stay at, and like it's just gloom and doom. Like everyone is just depressed yeah. and stuff like that. So I get all that, but at the end of the day, it's good for the NBA because Giannis is an absolute superstar, and I think he had fallen by the wayside a little bit because of. You know a lot of other really good shooters and stuff like that. The free throw stuff, teams getting on him, and he just stepped up and showed why he's the best player. He earned and earned and deserved the unanimous MVP award. Scored fifty in there, and he's continuing the fun legacy. He makes basketball ring before Harden. Blame before Harden. Harden. Here you go. Want more? Harden. Unlikable. Kyrie Irving, the most unlikable in all of sports. Kevin Durant, (laughs) a Twitter troll, unlikable. The best players in the NBA. 15 of 16 are the most, maybe the most unlikable in sports. It's, it's unlike (laughs) anything else. Giannis is the best thing that could happen to the NBA. And as much as it's small market team stuff and Chris Paul would have been fun to win. And Devin Booker with his, you know, whatever comparisons, Milwaukee, I don't, I don't think Milwaukee, and this is maybe a little shady. I'm not sure Milwaukee, I really think was a better team. I think Phoenix (laughs) is better constructed. They played horribly and they deserve to lose. Giannis is the best thing. I think peak Milwaukee,
5: and this is what we got the last four games of the Finals, Peak Milwaukee is pretty much impossible to beat. Just defensively. they showed it. Chris Middleton stepped up
4: beyond another degree. Drew Holiday was And Drew was great. Drew Drew
5: hadn't been good the whole season. No. And he was great in the playoffs. Chris Middleton
4: just earned a max contract. You know, it's max contract type of stuff. Like, it was unbelievable. I mean, he was the threat, by the way. If you really watch the series, GA was the inside threat. They put Aiton on him. The last game was just an unreal situation. But every time I would see Middleton out there, I was like, god damn just guard him guard middleton and, and he's a problem
5: and i told uh, our our buddy uh is the biggest Suns fan i've ever met in my entire life like uh you know just he's got the logo tattooed on his bicep he's had season tickets since you know he was 18 years old uh and the the dude has is just he's a absolute sons fanatic and, and he hasn't responded to me the last couple of days and i'm letting him i'm giving him his space you know what i mean Probably
4: out there uh, eating deer meat, just trying to make himself feel better. It's like Joe Rogan.
5: (laughs) But I I was saying, look, I know this isn't what you want to hear right now, but the Suns core is young and awesome. And Monty Williams is clearly one of the best coaches in the NBA already. Like the, the future is bright. For the Suns, Suns will never
4: make. Suns won't make the uh, NBA finals for the next fifteen years. I mean, that, and was that, and look, that was their last chance. Look, you might be right. Guaranteed, you, you, and, and you might be right never, because never, they will not see the finals. Well, you're going to have Devin to get Booker a healthy
5: Clippers. Team. You're going to have to get the Mavericks. Are going to be better? That was the, your the only chance. Lakers, Lakers? Are, are going to be. More, you think more, you're going yeah, to just have the Lakers, Lakers again? Uh, I know it's ridiculous. Utah is has an amazing young core as Blue. well uh memphis it. is young and great uh you know i think uh new orleans is gonna get some more talent too like th- this uh that was the it west that was gonna one be one chance yeah i don't the think west it was tough. their one chance i think it was, it was their best chance but i don't think it was their one chance but it's gonna well, be the west is gonna be hard to climb through the playoffs it's uh, always impossible for the foreseeable future so it's a great thing for the because East, the warriors I mean, are gonna be healthy we didn't even say the warriors I, warriors well, are gonna be healthy
4: and see, that's the problem right there. The NBA odds have already come out, and there's different places. I, I tried to look on FanDuel. I didn't see it. So I pulled up, I found the uh, action network. I'm not looking. Dogs. So
5: I want to guess. Uh, Perfect. I, I want to guess some of these odds.
4: Yeah, guess okay. the top five. I want to hear who you think the top five are and what the odds are.
5: Okay. I think the Lakers are number one. They may not no. be number one,
4: but they're top five. The Nets they are top five. Uh, the, Nets, the Nets are top five.
5: Milwaukee has to be back in. M- Milwaukee's top five. Top five. Uh are the Warriors in there?
4: Top 5.
5: Uh so I'm only missing one team. Uh the
4: Clippers. No, the Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns are back in there. Okay. So here are your odds. The Brooklyn Nets are the favorites to win the uh NBA uh title next season at +210 if you bet right now. The Brooklyn Nets. I would never bet that. Coming in at number it. 2. Is the Los Angeles Lakers at 450? So the top two teams, the better bet. One East, one West is not either of the team that was in the finals. I agree, much better bet. Coming in at number three is the Milwaukee Bucks at plus 800. That's a pretty fine bet. Here's a bet that I love, Bogman. Coming in at plus 1200 is the Warriors. Plus 1200. That's the finals. Getting you get Clay back. You got Curry. I like the replacement and coming in at five plus 1300 is the Phoenix Suns, followed by a litany of West teams. I just want to point out jazz nuggets, Clippers Mavs are all in there. The 76ers are kind of pieced in the middle of it, but the East is a two dog race. Are the rockets the worst odds? uh,
5: Let's see. I bet a bunch of teams are tied for terrible
4: odds. The rockets are, Plus fifty thousand, the <laughs> third worst odds. There's actually Ooh. five teams at plus fifty thousand,
5: but there's two teams below fifty plus fifty thousand. No, no,
4: they just put them. They're they the just five worst together. teams. Okay. Yeah, it's the it's the Pistons, Cavs, Rockets, Thunder, and the Magic are all the worst odds to win the NBA Finals. Okay. The Bucks who won it are not. The Phoenix Suns blew their last chance. They're five. There's some great bets in there lakers and warriors give me those warriors plus 1300 i love it for next season we got to go to break don't go anywhere fogman welsh we'll be right back
3: sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com
0: in this league is cooking. You can
4: find some ITL at inthisleague.fans. If you want to get some merch, we got the shirts, we got the mugs, we got the stickers, the hoodies, whatever you're looking for, we got some ITL swag whether it is the In This League sign logo, podcast logo or some of our craziness like Prospects Assemble, 99 Problems but my drafting, one hit me and, and a ton more. So, uh just sports boys, you know, we get couple of little nickels little shekels if you will on there but it's all about uh pimping some itl in uh in the wild which we're looking for so go to in this league dot fans that's where you can go right now and check out the merch bogman i got this brought to my attention not that it needed to be brought to my attention of course but somebody had mentioned to me uh i i've you know, I'm quite a Vladimir Guerrero fan. Uh, Vladimir yes. Guerrero Jr. fan. Vladimir Guerrero, his father, was my absolute favorite player, which kind of dates me a little bit. Which is unfortunate that we have that dating a little bit. Um, that was Mike my, my absolute favorite player in baseball. Yeah, you were a Vlad
5: son. guy, and I was a Pools guy.
4: You were. We. I've told this story a million times, but we had uh, the very, 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 very first start of our ever first dynasty, which was pff, twenty. Five-plus years yeah. ago, it had to have been. God knows, dude. Um, I had the first overall pick. You had the second, and we pulled the trade that I let you have pool holes because I wanted Vlad, and yeah, it was because – I,
5: I, sh- I should have held out on that. I, I firmly believe right now if I had held out on that, you would have still taken Vlad.
4: But I did it, and this is hilarious. I did it because I wanted Peavy. I wanted Jake Peavy <laughs> in the second round, and you were going to take him. And I, I feel like you were just – Messing with me, you like you weren't gonna take PV, but you might no, have. I
5: was I was one hundred percent gonna take PV.
4: Like, so I, was, I wanted to jump both like PV in front of you, yeah. right? So you took PV and I took Brad Lidge. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, love baseball back then. But but so I also like, took
5: uh God, who was that? Who was the A's pitcher I took that was terrible? Uh, uh, Mark Mulder, Barry Zito, no, Hudson, no Harden, Rich Harden. Like oh, he was really, really good for a I year. Didn't yeah, he was really good for a year and then terrible. After
4: but uh it, the reason i bring it up is because i love i love vladdy i love vladimir grow jr i've got some cool stories of my kid meeting him out in the fall league i've got like memorabilia i just love vlad so you know when blood does Vlad or big. chris bryant more i think this is a debate we all need to settle because... i think it's vlad okay don't you i mean i love chris bryant i was in on chris bryant from no the very i thought beginning. you
5: wanted to like uh be chris bryant's best friend like uh, you know, yeah. kind of stalkerish a little it's bit. It's tough.
4: But, I mean, you uh, know what? Chris Bryant. I'd say those are decisions I can't make. You know, those are decisions <laughs> other people have to make of like, who is the person you attach me to? But Vlad hits a homer earlier this week and, it, you know, DMs start up like, man, but, and someone said like, this is going to be the wildest MVP race, maybe that we've ever seen. And, you know, I think the initial reaction that any of us might have is be like, well, no, because Otani is just, another human being on another plane. But if you, but to the point of what he said, I actually think it's right. I don't recall. I recall so many MVP races where we sit back and we're like, I don't know, you know, maybe it's this guy, maybe it's this pitcher who won 20 games. And like, we don't look back and we're like, it's either unanimous or there's like six, five guys, you know, it could kind of go maybe three, four different ways, whatever. This is a two-horse race that as much as Otani is the favorite, and he is the favorite, don't get it wrong, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. has been toying around with a triple crown. And the only thing that's keeping him from it is literally Shohei Otani right now. And Vladimir Guerrero is not cooling off. You know, he did all his off-season workouts have worked out. He's way I mean, I need to pull it up, not even looking at it. But, you know, he's right there with Shohei Otani in the home run race. I'm going to take a look here, uh, try to do it very quickly using fan graphs, our absolute favorite site. (laughs) Um, Your home run leaders, as I'm looking at this, I believe Otani's hit his 32nd. This just hasn't updated. But I'm sorry, Vlad, uh, Otani has 34. And I believe Vlad has 32 and they're right at it. Vlad has more runs than Otani more RBIs than Otani, a f- almost 50-point better batting average than Otani, almost a full point of war, at least as a hitter, that's the caveat to that, than Otani. But Otani has a couple more homers and significantly more stolen bases. That is as much as like we agree, or, I mean, I'm going to ask you, is we agree that, like listen, Otani is the most prolific hitter, in, has been the most prolific, surprising hitter in baseball while also being an ace which it, it it it's not going to be unanimous, but it feels like it. I believe Vlad versus Otani in the MVP race is actually one of the best races we've had in 10 plus years.
5: I, I, I think it's definitely the most fun race that we've had in a long time. I think that the fact that it's going to be so razor thin coming down to the wire with the voting, and I agree with that. I think it is, uh, but I just... I think it's going to take Otani getting hurt for this to be uh, for this to go to anyone not named Otani. I mean,
4: uh, I think it's it's that significant.
5: I do. And it's not, it's not that significant in the fact that I think Otani is so much better than Vlad. I don't, I think they're both, as far as valuable goes, I think they're probably both in the same neighborhood as far as how good they are. But It's just something we've never seen before. We've seen guys win a triple crown. We haven't in our lifetime seen a guy hit 40 homers and pitch 100 innings. Guy has 95
4: strikeouts right now with four wins. He's put up 73 innings. He legit could close in on 150 innings. He could have seven to eight wins and 150 strikeouts. I mean, right. Exactly. He's going
5: to have that. And he's going to be right there, neck and neck with in homers with, with Vlad, with Vlad. He's has, he's going to have more stolen bases. I mean, I think the RBI and the runs numbers are going to flip, but uh, so you have to kind of decide, is it, You give it to Vlad uh, if he does, if he wins a triple crown, that's the only way I think Vlad has a shot.
4: So that's what's interesting about this. So that's exactly what you said is what's interesting because he is the leader in RBIs in major league baseball. He's tied for the leader in runs, Vladimir Guerrero is, and he has got of qualified batters. He is. In the AL behind Michael Brantley actually is a little bit better in Castellanos, but in the AL, he's, he's in second in batting average, and that's where he's at. The bets, the odds right now minus 290 for Shohei Otani to win MVP, plus 210 for Vlad, and it is not remotely close on the next human being. That's it, plus 4,000 for Sandy Bogart. So knowing what you know, Knowing that the injury could possibly pull up, also throw in if you want to consider it at all that uh, even an in- it doesn't even need an injury, Vlad could still win the triple crown, crown without an injury. But take this playoff bound Blue Jays, triple crown Vlad versus Shohei Ohtani not getting injured and continuing what he does, but knowing that Vlad wins the triple crown. What side, Ohtani. I I'd still, still Otani, even with playoffs and Ohtani. triple crown,
5: I, I, I do, and I think in any other year. Uh, Vlad would win in a landslide and it would not be close at all. But Otani has a legit shot to hit 50 homers and pitch a hundred innings. Yeah. It's just something we haven't seen. And look, we haven't seen a ton of triple crowns. Here's the, the list. Uh, 2012 was the last triple crown winner. It was Miguel Cabrera. Do you know who the one last one before that was? Oh, Hint: God. Neither one of us were alive.
4: Yeah. I was about to say, I bet neither one of us were alive on that. I don't know. Like Dimashio.
5: Carl Yastrzemski in 1967. Wow. Uh, Frank Robinson won it in 66. Then Mantle in 56. Ted Williams.
4: Mantle, Mantle is who I was thinking of, not to mention. Uh, uh, uh,
5: Williams in 47 and 42. Uh, Joe Medwick for the Cardinals in 37. Garrigan 34. And, and then there's a couple guys uh, before that. But that's um, th- that's unbelievable. Like 2012, 1967. A- and Vlad could win that triple crown in 2021. And still not and be the MVP.
4: Dude, okay, let me throw this out to you. Let me throw a wrench into you. Could baseball give a co MVP award? You know how, like, I was thinking. You know, like, remember Grant Hill, Jason Kidd getting the like co Rookie of the Year? That they're if you have a triple crown from Vlad and you have Otani, I think doing you what have to doing,
5: tie, I think because it's voting, you ha- you would have to tie in the voting to do yeah. that. So, uh, but but I, you know, I talked to Bubba about this a little bit, and he said I think they might you know, just give Otani the Cy Young and give uh, Vlad the MVP, which... You know, I I guess you
4: can't give Otani the Cy Young. You can't give him the the Cy Young. I I completely disagree with that. I know where he's getting at, and that makes sense. I know the logic of that, but there's no human possible way you can give him the Cy Young because he hasn't earned it as a pitcher. It's a pitcher-specific award. It has to be – listen, here's the problem with this whole thing. I'm trying to make a case for Vlad because I think there's a legit shot. He walks out of this year with the Triple Crown. But I also think winning the Triple – hold on, winning the Triple Crown – He could also not win the MVP, but here's where I'm getting at. I think the MVP has been decided already by every writer who has a decision and that's why Otani wins it. There's nothing that any human can do that changes it while I think This is the most close. I I should go back and look. I don't think there's been a a race closer than this, especially with the odds of what Otani's doing to what Vlad's doing is on the line. So the two, whatever, 210, 290, whatever it is for Vlad is a fun bet. But I think it has already been decided by everybody that there's nothing that can change this unless Otani goes out uh, sometime before September. That's the only thing that changes. It's already been decided. Everyone, you don't mind think he regardless. can perform
5: terribly, like start hitting under two hundred and get blown up for a couple starts, and maybe get a couple starts skipped because he looks so bad. Then and Vlad is just going off. If Vlad out hits him by ten homers, right, and a significant twenty five RBI, ten homers, and is hitting fifty points better than Otani, uh, and Otani. His numbers, as far as pitching, just get a little worse moving down in the season. Do you think that is good enough, or do you think it absolutely no. has to
4: be an injury? He, can't, no, he just can't possible. put
5: any numbers back.
4: Up. L- listen, I mean, this would be an interesting thing to go look at. If he if if he just struggle, like he could keep hitting homers and, and stealing some bases and stuff, and being an okay pitcher, but if he making he's making less contact, he can't have an MVP that hits two fifty. Like regardless, even if he's pitching. Like he's hitting two seventy-four right. right now. If he does struggle down the end, but he ends up he's already got 34 homers. So right, to say right. he could struggle and still be a forty-five twenty player at the end of the year with a hundred right. RBIs and close to a hundred runs. But if he has like a two fifty hitter, has there ever been an MVP, an offensive MVP that is hit two fifty? I would be interested to look at that. So yes, there's a possibility, but my point is, is I think Like many things with journalists, it's already been decided. There's nothing anybody can do to change the mind. Journalists are just locked into those points. I think there's a lot of other things that play into the role of it. And the pitching is there. there's nothing you can do outside of a catastrophic injury or maybe a just cataclysmic fall in production, which you just don't necessarily see coming. But it'd be interesting to see because that's another thing. And that's what makes that bet kind of interesting but i couldn't play with it i legit think vlad could go out there and i would also the the secondary thing that would be interesting to look at is when was the last race like this you know to these odds i know there's been like oh these two players i remember there was a trout miguel cabrera one that was super freaking close and we had one that was really close of like goldie and mccutcheon but that was not that wasn't really but like there was a trout um uh, miguel cabrera one in the last 10 years but the degree of otani Doing what he's doing as a player that we've never seen before, and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. at his age, potentially having a triple crown, the 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 odds have never been stacked like this before. Which I agree, there, it is the most prolific in our maybe in our lifetime of a MVP race. It looks
5: like there's been uh three ties for MVP uh, MVP voting in baseball history. Really? Uh, ni- 1979, Stargell and Keith Hernandez. Uh, 1947, DiMaggio and Ted Williams, and 1944, Marty Marion and Bill Nicholson
4: uh, tied. So Just putting it out there. That would screw all those bets, too. Uh, that <laughs> might screw all those bets that are going out there. Uh, don't go anywhere. We got to go to break. We got some football in the second hour, but we've got to tell you about maybe one of the most exciting talked about players from the first half of this season is done and just retired on Instagram. Yeah. Wait for that. Right here on the other side on In This League.
3: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
0: Can't believe what fell. All your dreams, Yes. Pop down the drain. Let's play some in this league. Yeah, <laughs> get to the chopper. Get to the retirement papers.
4: That was, uh, that was my impression of German Mercedes because the White Sox star that jumped on the scenes. The big old lovable muscle. He's like a muscle hamster who is a catcher, DH, who was hitting 300 plus and had some antics that old old uh, Scroogey Tony La Russa didn't like. Well, Yermin started to struggle. Yermin got sent down. Bogman, Yermin retired from baseball on Wednesday on Instagram. He did this weird Instagram story of like it's over. with a question. No, he did. He had an Instagram story before that. Where he was like question, and then he had a long thing which was kind of weepy that said it's over. He apologized to teams that might not like his antics. We don't know the full story about it, but then he said he is done for baseball for now. And he was an older rookie, and seems like it's the end. And it's a it's kind of in line with that bad look of all the weird stuff with Tony Larusa, and it is maybe one of the strangest rise to bottoms that i recall in baseball in a long time of a older player becoming just a star just he built a brand a name he had a logo he was doing autograph signings and come july i he's retiring from baseball i've never seen that I hope it's not
5: true. Well, honestly, like well, he I said mean, it, it's true. I, he yeah, said yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but what, but you get what I'm saying? Like, sure. He's going to retire. He's going to f- fill out his paperwork. Then he's going to get an itch in a year and come back and play like that's yeah. uh, how, how these things tend to Definitely. turn out when these guys aren't old. But I think for me using Yerman Mercedes as an example uh, for uh, the next uh, decade about guys that get hot in the first two months and then retire yeah. This guy could be retired in a couple months. Just remember Yerman Mercedes, right? So I think it would be a good example to use uh, in our show. But honestly, I hope it doesn't happen. I hope this is just a weepy, depressed day that he's having. Uh, Got a little dramatic, went on Instagram and made an announcement, and he can take it back later. I mean, obviously, paperwork isn't filled out right now. So,
4: yeah, uh, it doesn't look like it's going to do anything. But you guys have come out of retirement or something like that. But literally, one of the weirdest stories. I mean, I can tell you another bet uh,
5: that that that, that, uh, paperwork never gets filled out.
4: I could maybe do that, but I could tell you weird stories about autograph signings he signed and all this weird stuff, and can you imagine being locked into him? But Jermaine Mercedes retiring from baseball. Good on you, uh, Tony Larusa. Don't go anywhere. Hour two of In This League. we got some footy ball coming up, so don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
1: Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block.